Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? There he is. What's happening, oh y'all? Hi. <laughs> y'all good this week? They should know what goes on. But this intro has brought a whole new I, level of stress to the podcast. Let me tell you. So yeah, just a, okay. So by the way, Miss Mona's here with hey. me. Home slice, home skillet, homie, producer DJ oh, Dan's over there. Yep, yep. So Dan got this fancy schmancy little <laughs> board he's been using for I don't know a couple months. Yeah, now. a couple months. <laughs> And so now he's put on our intro music before we ever start talking. And so I've made it my life's goal to make Mona laugh during the intro music. Which you shouldn't because then we have to stop it and start all over again. So why? It's a small price to pay to for our amusement. I, I've noticed my main man producer, Dan, he's with me on the dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I he did. Was- I looked away from you and there's I had to cover my eyes. I I, got to have something to do for the 20 minutes it runs. I'll tell you what, that is the longest 30-second spot there, buddy. Usually just make out my group. I think I did cough. You might have heard a cough. I don't know. That's well. Tried not to. We were just trying to make you laugh. (laughs) When when I laugh, then I cough. (sighs) (laughs) Give us this day our daily (laughs) bread. That's where we're at. Today. Yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> so all all good in the life? All's good. Too, too good. good. Yeah. Summer's but too good. good. <laughs> Not too good. No. I mean I'm doing <laughs> Did that man say that, sounded, that that changed directions real quick. That's like last week's ice capades mouth capades. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing too good, but then if I say I'm not doing too good, that makes it sound like something's yes. wrong. I'm doing just the right amount of good this week. All right, there you go. Good. That's that, and it's all good. It's over all here. Good. Yep. Um, it's all good. Any more mouse problems? No. Nope. All right. I think it died. I don't know. That's always good. It's hard to tie those good. little ice skates on because them. Because there's. <laughs> Oh. oh, we've gone off the rails in only like, two minutes in. <laughs> that shouldn't surprise anybody. It keeps, it keeps getting there quicker. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, hey, we're so glad you're with us. We are currently in the midst of studying the Lord's Prayer, a.k.a. Disciples' Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but either one you want to call it, it's the disciples saying, Lord, teach us to pray. And Jesus begins to expound upon how to pray. And he sort of gives us an outline and, you know— you don't have to. Oh, let me start with this today. Okay, so here it is. Here's our text for the day. Give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Matthew six, and we might go back and read the others to give it in full context in just a minute. But verse eleven. Verse eleven. Yes, I'm sorry. My mind's going 18 miles an hour, and literally, I just lost where I was going. <laughs> so you're going to do something first before we got to that. Yeah, know? I was. I, I totally <laughs> forgot what it was, though. In, in the midst of it, I don't know what. I, I hamstrung myself there. A- <laughs> by, by even quoting what we were at. Seriously. I don't... Um, oh, well. <laughs> All that anticipation. All that anticipation and, and, and 
it, about halfway through, y'all, I'm going to tell you both to be quiet, and I'm going to throw it out there what <laughs> it was. Back. It'll come back. So, all right, maybe um, let's just go as usual, and Miss Mona, then you read. Seriously, I've totally lost what it was. <laughs> um, and Miss Mona, you read all of it down to there, and then hopefully it'll come back to me. Okay. <laughs> and pray. Okay. <laughs> so we're in Matthew 6, and um, starting verse 9, pray then like this, our Father in heaven, Hallowed be your name. I your just got it back. <laughs> your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And so, Father, we thank you for um, the chance to study and to um, talk with each other and to share. And so guide our conversation and lead us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I, mean, I made okay. it short so you wouldn't forget. <laughs> so I was, I was focused on the wrong thing about what I want to do. So often we pray this prayer. You know, we we pray it right. word for word. Mm-hmm. Yes, recite it. Do you think, okay, excuse me, Miss Wordsmith <laughs> over here, like buddy system from last week, we recite it, Hank. <laughs> Sorry, we I'm pray sorry, it. I'll be quiet. <laughs> There's no recitation. It's memorization and quotation. <laughs> Neither are going to be shuns on this one again. That's right. <laughs> um. Do you think God specifically, and and I, I don't know the right answer to this. I just want opinions. God specifically wanted us, wanted us to pray it just like this, or was He giving us a standard and a pattern about how our prayer should be, or both, or both? I mean, or both, because I, well. I haven't tricked her like this and got her this well. well she in took my months. answer, so I'm not helping out. She's on her own. <laughs> but do you get what I'm going at? Yes, and, and because um he does say that um you know not to use vain repetition and and so when people pray the Lord's prayer as it is written and recite it, it becomes reciting it, and it, I think it. It right. can become just vain repetition. Oh, absolutely. And, and so we definitely have to guard against that. But there is something um, powerful in reciting it at the same time. Truthful. And, and so I think, it can, I think it's both. And I think it's um, that it also, as you study it and as you look at it, that it is a pattern that Jesus gave us, um, showing us the, the elements of prayer that we need to have. And so by following those elements and following that pattern, then our prayer lives can be enriched. Dan? Well, just, you know, I, I was going to say both as well. Um, but uh, there there are two circumstances that I personally have, have found myself reciting it word for word in the, the most. And one is when I feel like I've gotten too far off track with my prayers it's a good way to refocus because we know that Jesus gave it to us. So it, it, it is good. It is correct. Right, yeah. So it's a way to refocus and, and simplify and, and, and get rid of all the flowery language and everything else and just, just come to the point. The other one is in those moments where life has just got me beat down and I can't think of anything else to say. And I know that again, this was from Jesus. So it's right. So I, I'm, it, it's almost reciting it because I already recognize that God knows what I need. Right. Yep. Um, you know, Romans 8, 
when we don't know what to pray the Spirit mm-hmm. prays on our behalf. And it could be leading you to this, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sometimes I just think, and and <laughs> some people just pray beautifully. But at the end of it, sometimes I think, what did they say? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it so seriously, I, I, I struggle at times because I've heard people tell me, you know, such and such, and I'm not really thinking anybody right at this moment, but such and such, I just love to hear them pray. They just mm-hmm. pray so beautifully. And and at times I've thought about to that last prayer and I'm going, yeah, it was beautiful, but what did they say? It, it kind of went around in circles. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, yeah. just because you know some big words. Right. I, I love that you said it's it can simplify you mm-hmm. to focus you mm-hmm. and refocus you Back on the main points, right. right? Sort of adoration, um, praise. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm not doing all the show. <laughs> so adoration, and then praise, and then necessity, mm-hmm. and then self. Sort of at the end, mm-hmm. if you were. Um, so it's important. People tell me all the time, or ask me, you know, how to pray, and, and my thing is just talk to God. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Just do it. Yep. You get better at it. Yep. By just doing it, and if this is how you have to start, by the way, let me let me make sure I clear I clarify myself. I am in no way was trying to say it's wrong for us to to recite this. Right, right, right. I, I am in no way saying right. that because we've done it here. That, right, but I do go with what you both are going to say. It's both right. use it as a pattern. Break away, mm-hmm. you know, break break away from it, and and go out a little deeper in your walk with Jesus. And and have that conversation. I know a few weeks ago, I sort of questioned you and almost made you stumble there because you were thinking too deep into it about how to have that relationship with God. And it is nothing more than just talking with God. Right. Just get alone and talk with God. Right. That's not hard. Right. right. But in the process of having this relationship and this talking to God, in the part of your discussion with him, you should be quiet. And hear his voice. Yep. All right, so let's just jump in. <laughs> so after we have um, gone through the progression of, and we talked about it before, but the progression of acknowledging who's who God is, mm-hmm. and and then so um, being allegiant to Him and submitting to Him, then we come to Him, and now we have petitions before Him. And but we do have to make sure that we're guarding against, and we and I think we did say this last time too, that. We don't want to come to God and just give us Him our laundry list of things that we right. need from Him, and Lord, give me this and give me that, and and um, because that doesn't benefit anybody. But isn't that at times hard? Can it I, I can just hard. speak for myself? Absolutely. At times, I'll look back at what I just prayed, yeah, and I go, not one time did right. I pray for mm-hmm. anything other than something I need, right? Yep. yep, God, and then it's like God forgive me for being so stinking selfish. Right. I'll say before the biggest issue in my life is myself yeah. Okay. Yeah. that's my biggest issue that I deal with is not the world in a sense and not it's myself yeah. and my selfish wants and needs and desires at times that I find overwhelming right and so you know I said it before I, I think we're going to entitle this one need not greed mm-hmm. yeah. we get greedy <laughs> yep and that's why I think this part is in there mm-hmm. so but but to don't hear what we're not saying, though, that 
we are to ask God. Yes. We are to ask God for what we need. We are to ask him to provide for us in our physical lives and in our spiritual lives, mm-hmm. in our emotional lives, um, in all aspects, we are to mm-hmm. ask him. He desires for us to come and ask him. And so he desires for us to be specific in what we ask also. And yes, there's a bug there's a bug. My like, plate. I want to reach over there and just <laughs> grab it. And I was like, she might think I'm trying to pop I was ignoring it. <laughs> he wants us to come and ask. Yes. Him. And so, but... But what is our attitude when we do it? And what is our... That's where I fall short. And what is our posture before him when we do it? Um, Because it is very easy to fall into that, that making that list of this is what I need and this is what I need and this is what I need. And is that the only type of conversation we have is please give me this, please give me this. Yeah, God, I want this. God, I need this. God, I want this. God, I need this. And I I mean, I'm just being open and honest. And this is, you guys can attest, this is sort of who I am too. You're learning more about Pastor Hank. I'm just, I'll be real with you. At times, I'm. that's how I, now the thing's after yeah. me. Um, I do find myself. Oh, uh, yeah, I've times, been there yep, before. Absolutely. God, I, I, and I, I mean, literally sitting right here, we're at, we're at my desk, around my well, around my desk, and I, I'll be here, and I'm praying, and then I'll just stop and going, dude, what are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys talk to yourself, but every so often <laughs> I have to talk to somebody that's intelligent. So I talk to myself. <laughs> wow, wait a minute. I'm just kidding. I kid because I care. Um, full Hank tonight. Um, but I do. I, I I literally have stopped at time and like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everything for the last five minutes that you've said has dealt with your life, mm-hmm. your needs, your wants, and everything about you. Yeah. What about others? Mm-hmm. What about this podcast? What about the church? What about people, individuals that's going through issues? What about just adoring God? Hello. Right. He's worthy of our praise. Right. Absolutely. And instead, I just have Well, been and selfish. I think that's the beauty of the pattern of this prayer that Jesus gave us, because then when we are using this as a pattern, then then our minds and our hearts can um, follow after it and have all of those aspects that we are to have. And, and then it's not just, I think it keeps for me, when I use this as a pattern for me to pray, then it keeps my heart focused on where I need to be and not just on, you know, give me, give me, give me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have, um, continuing on in my personal confession time here. <laughs> But I have I have found and because and, I was sitting here as you were talking and I was listening to what you were saying and and it's true, I found that when I truly follow the pattern of sitting here before I get into my quiet time or anything like that, when I just begin to adore God first yes. and to say God I just love you and and let me let me pray back to you some of your verses of yes. scripture mm. where you're exalted and I, and I, sometimes I'll even turn to him and read them straight back to him, and then 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 I will. Go through that, you know, adoration and thanksgiving and then confession of my sins. And then then at the very end, I'll tack on, hey, God, and, and just be here with me. I, I truly, sitting here thinking about it, those are the times that my quiet time is the most special. Mm-hmm. When I believe God works the most in me. So those that follow me, like Facebook, Twitter, whatever, I'd be willing to bet that every one of those are the times when I have spent my time adoring mm. God to begin with, and then He's given me whatever word I posted, right. you know, hey, about this one, and and through whatever passage that I may have found, 
because I think I've made myself more readily available and open for God to you. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. The rest of the time, I'm just being a selfish, greedy moron. Now, I, <laughs> and but I will say too that for myself, um, that you know, sometimes I wake up with just in so much pain and in so so tired, even though I've just got a good night's sleep that sometimes I have to just sit before him and say, Lord, I, I just need you to help my physical body today. Mm-hmm. Right. And I start with that simply because if I, <laughs> I need that touch from him first. But that's the daily bread you need and at that absolutely moment. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and you're right. And I was going to bring it back around to that, that, that when we look at giving us our daily bread, that what do we need for that moment, for mm-hmm. that day? Um, and, and determining what it is that we need, and it may be something that we that we know about, like I need relief from this pain, or God might bring something to us that we mm-hmm. don't realize that we need until His Spirit revealed it reveals it to us, so that we can pray about it. Yeah, uh, you know, I went for three years. I think it was right before you guys came, and, right and I had some started. issue when I was going on with my right. and Dan knows it. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't figure it out, and it was just they they you know thought it was my heart, then they thought I was having esophageal spasms, and then it was then finally one when they finally found it, just one doctor said let's just do a body scan. Then they found out what my issue was with my ureter tube. But I'm telling you, and those are, it, most of my prayers were selfish, yeah. and it was God, please, I need right. you know I lost 25 pounds, mm-hmm. I was sick all the time. Right. God, I need help, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was usually put me in front of a doctor to figure yeah. this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took a while. I probably grew more right. in my prayer time. And I know you're probably going, wait a minute, you just said most of, your, most of your prayers were selfish. But in that time, I was always trying to see God as this huge God. Mm-hmm. I almost said man, but huge God that I knew could heal me, yes. touch me, guide me to the right person. And I knew it just was a matter of time of of him working out to put me in front of this one doctor that would figure it out learning that reliance yeah and all my lanta because i mean you know how it was i was sick all the time nothing i ate stayed down Mm -hmm. and it was just it was probably the darkest time Mm -hmm. in my ministry Mm -hmm. because i was ready to give up and my daily needs at that time as you said were really a lot physical yep um i didn't really have a lot of other ones it was like lord i need your help now Mm -hmm. and in this way to get through this day. Yep. Well, and that, that word daily, I love that because we, you know, and I don't think it's just America, but especially America, we're always talking about, you know, law, it comes to finances, stability down the road, you got to put away for a rain day. God's calling you to be part of his kingdom today. Yes. And tomorrow he's going to call you to be part of his kingdom today. Thanks, Evan. <laughs> go, go for it. Dude, you know what this reference is, right? I don't know what you're thinking. I think I know. Go ahead. The, well, I don't want to steal your thunder. Him supplying manna. Uh, that, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. What, remember what it said. If, <laughs> well, I just didn't get quite as excited as you did. That's all. Well, because I hadn't really thought about <laughs> it until Dan said daily. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> but it was. Yeah. Talk about the manna. You're the one that brought it up. Well, because but you were thinking it. <laughs> Because they were only supposed to gather what they needed each day. By the, and it said, if you didn't gather enough, it still sustained through. But if you gather too much, it got worms. Right. But but why why would God want us to do that? Why would God want us to only take what we need yeah. for that day? 
I don't know why. Because it teaches reliance on him. Yes, right. She was playing. She went. <laughs> She winked at me. You know what? I didn't. I swear I didn't. She did. I he's, saw it. He's it was feeling a little played right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. She did play you. So then that also, Mona. What? Have you ever had this thought? Scripture interprets scripture. I, you know, every now and then I do think about that. My Lanta. <laughs> oh, you didn't act surprised with him about that, were you? <laughs> So the manna was great. That, you you let because the manna was good just for that day. Literally, yeah. if you had too much and you kept it overnight, when you woke up the next morning, it had worms. Right, right. It was all about God providing that day, and it was showing a lack of faith mm. of having enough for God to get you through. But in the midst of that, I also just had this thought. Let me not rip the pages of my Bible, but let me go back to Psalm chapter one nineteen. He's hitting the gas pedal on that Bible right now. <laughs> uh, you know, because I don't want to forget it like I did earlier. <laughs> Hey, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Some of you are going, what does that have to do with it? These things only give you what's mm-hmm. right in front of you. A little lamp is not going to light the path way down yonder. Right. It only tells you your next, next step. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's faith. Yep. Yeah, if you had if you had enough for one step more than that, you would be taking credit for it. Yeah, or yeah. you could see. Well, it's not faith. It's it's right, walking right. by it's sight, yeah. not by faith. Yep. And if I can see two or three steps, well, I'm good. This next right, one, right. yeah, you don't need faith. And and I also I, I didn't. This know, is good stuff. Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to go this route. That I in my some reading and preparing for and studying this, that you know somebody spoke against the prosperity gospel because if. God wanted us to have all these things that the pros- people who preach cross- prosperity gospel says that we, he wants us to have, then that gives us nothing to need to ask for him on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You really want me to go off on prosperity? No, preachers? but I just thought I would bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no, I have no use for prosperity no, preachers. Not at all. All they are, are con artists. Yes. Seriously, it's not that's biblical. it. Right. I, I, and they take advantage. See, you did this. Uh, sorry. They take advantage of people who <laughs> who don't who who are barely making ends meet. I'm just yeah. gonna be mm-hmm. honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, for example, that one and I hate to say, it, but this one lady that I saw, they were doing this expose or whatever on on a pro- very famous prosperity gospel, and she's like, "Yeah, I sent in a thousand dollars, and then the next day I found twenty dollars in my jacket." Honey, you just put that in that jacket, probably the last time you wore it. God didn't give you that money like that. God can do whatever God wants to, but I promise you that twenty dollars was in there already. Right. And it, and by the way, if if that's the currency level God's working on, you give them a thousand right. and you get back twenty. <laughs> Which let I me, mean, I mean, I can testify and say that that's opposite of what God exactly. does. That thank know? you. When we give, God multiplies it, and His math is not our math. And so, right, and and the thing with the prosperity gospel is just that it's not biblical, and so. But bringing it back around because then we don't need anything. Yeah. We don't need to rely on God. We Then we just um, have it, and we don't have to ask him for anything. And apparently God knows I would be that way because I surely don't have enough <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, our, it's, it's really, it's, it is, it goes back to need, not greed. Um, and in, in, but God is a good God, yeah. and he gives us what we need, mm-hmm. when we need it, how we need it. Yes. It's, it's, listen, God perfectly knows, not, 
imperfectly. He perfectly mm. knows exactly what you need. Oh, and, yeah. and we go back to, you know, four days late, but right on time. He knows yep. when you need it. Yep. Mm-hmm. He knows when you, you got to have it. And, and so what we have to do is God It's really, this is really about building trust into our walk. Right. This, this one part, I believe more than anything else is really a focus on trusting God. Mm-hmm. Do you trust him or do you not? Mm-hmm. Do you take that next step that you mm-hmm. cannot see? Really, walking that walk by faith, not yep. by sight, right. and and knowing that whatever happens in life, God's got you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you fall, and and bless her heart, Terry Riddle, I, I don't know when I said this or whatever. A lot of times the question is, where which way are you headed when you fall and when you get mm-hmm. up? Yep. She, you know, it's it's I don't know when I said that, but she and so I, I appreciate it every time she brings it up. Are you falling, walking, and trusting Jesus down the path that he has for you, or are you backing up? Mm-hmm. And when you fall, it's not—and by the way, it's not about how many times you fall. We're all going to falter. You're going to falter. You're going to falter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to falter. But do you get back up and say, Jesus, that's on me, or Jesus pick you up and say, hey, brother, I got you? Mm-hmm. You know, so how do we—what do we have to do in our lives— to make sure when we ask for our daily bread that we're not asking for more, to keep ourselves reined in, to not be like Hank right. and get all selfish and wanting God to provide more than what we really need. How do we How do we train ourselves to that? How do we, that's a stronghold of the enemy. Mm-hmm, for sure. Of being very selfish with this and, and mm-hmm. stuff. How do we, how do we train ourselves in that? Well, does it go does it go back to there's a reason why this follows your kingdom come and your mm. will be done? Because <laughs> because Dan spazzing out in here. <laughs> I'll just say and Mona and I we, we got a connection here. I was I'm right there with you. Because if you have said that you were um you I wanna say pledge of allegiance, but I don't like <laughs> I don't like that, but I my mouth is saying nothing else. But when we have said that we are part of his kingdom and we desire for his kingdom and we desire for his will to be done, then that's our focus. And so then when we pray for our daily bread, then our focus is in the right place. And our focus is then on him and his kingdom and his will and not ours. And so doesn't that guard us then? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, I'm right there with you. It, it, if the Christian's goal is for our will to to constantly grow closer to God's will and more in line with God's will, then our desires, a.k.a. our wants and our needs, and how we define those needs should align more and more with how he defines our needs. Right. Well, that's when he really blesses you in Psalm 37. Right. And when he'll give you the desires mm-hmm. of your heart, right. when your desires match his desires. Oh, absolutely, right. yeah. And so then then you're able to, to get those desires that, that we all want. You know you know what I've never heard any anybody really say, I don't think? Now, I've heard them ask what we're going to do in heaven. Mm-hmm. I've heard, you know, what's it going to be like? But I've never heard anybody say, are we going to need any money in heaven? Right. <laughs> You're right. I've never heard anyone say that. You know, because what do we know? So it, you made me think about this. God, we know God's going to take care of us there. Mm-hmm. Why is it that we are so convinced God will take care of us there, but we're not so oh. convinced he can take care of us here? Mm. Yeah. You know, he can take care of us eternally, Mm -hmm. but he can't take care of us daily. When he taught us to pray, 
give us this day our daily okay, bread, right. not our weekly or our mm-hmm. monthly. If we're, we're going to think it's going to, do you guys, am, am I making sense? Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. You know, the. Mona's over here looking for something. I know, and I'm not going to find no, it. No, but we, we always, we Tell always want to be high it. and lofty like, oh, well, I know, you know, God sent his son to die for my soul, so my soul belongs to heaven now yeah. for eternity. But we won't rely for him to to get us through this day. My soul know. belongs to him today. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing changed. No. Like the minute we accepted him, ta da! There he's as much. Oh, here's his. He's as much the Lord and Savior of my soul today as he will be out in eternity. Absolutely. He has as much. Oh, I'm about to go preach. He's got as much power over my soul and in my soul mm. and for my soul today as he will out there. It's resurrection power. It's the power of Almighty God. Mm. He can move mountains when he decides. Yep. I'm sorry, man, table. He can move mountains when he decides to move a stinking mountain. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. He's God. Trust him. Yeah. Your needs are never too big for never. him. Never. There's nothing I could ask that God cannot provide. Well, and that's why with this, that we need to realize that we are to ask specifically and and we are to ask for those big things and those small things. Yeah. There's really nothing that's too small to ask him for either. But I think most of the time we ask too small at times. Absolutely. You know, I know it's not too small for God, but I think a lot of times, well, I don't know if God wants to do We forget that we're the limitation. Dude, I'm asking God for a thousand people at Marion. Yep. Right. What a headache that's going to be for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why we don't have a thousand. (laughs) But But sometimes, I mean, it's even, it's not too small to ask God to help you find your keys when you've lost them. Yeah. Because. To calm you down. Yes. Right. And and because um, he can help you do that. And so to. When you're asking for those big things and when you're asking for those small things, both of those really show a dependence on him and a trust in him and and an acknowledgement of who he is and his capabilities, he, that he is able. Mm. He is able. He's able. He is able. He is able. You may put it another way, his arm is not too short. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, so anything else? Are we out of time? No, we're good. We're good. Uh, we we got five minutes for you. Okay. Well, this. that'll be like <laughs> <laughs> the um. No, one of the things that that goes along with that is not just the size of the prayer, but you know the Lord should be the Lord of every aspect of your life. Yeah. So pray over your marriage. Pray over your kids. Pray over your finances. Let him, I mean, he knows, but acknowledge the needs you have in every area of your life. We always want to again be high and lofty and be like. Well, Lord, just give my soul what it needs to do. No, pray over the fact you and your wife been fighting the last week. Pray <laughs> oh, over that, God. you know. Stop us. <laughs> but, I mean, really, there there's no aspect of your life that is off limits. That there shouldn't be any aspect yeah. of your life. Too often we make it. Right. Yeah. Yes. As if God doesn't know what's going on in your yeah. life. Exactly. So we, we really need to do I, I wrote a couple of verses down, but I don't know what they deal with, so I don't want to turn there. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't remember what they're talking about. One is over here. One's talking about this is a good gift. It's, verse, it's chapter 7, verse 11. It says, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good thanks to those who yeah. ask him? Right. It goes back to that what we ask him. Mm-hmm. Ask, seek, and knock. Right. You have not because you ask not. Yep. Um, there's nothing wrong. And listen, by the way, don't let me go over top with this selfish thing. God, God wants to hear what you mm-hmm. want. You know, God wants to know where you're, because sometimes it shows what your heart is. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I know some people are going, well, Hank, you said you're praying for a thousand. Don't you think that's a little egotistical? You just want, no, I want God to do it. And yeah. we're out here in the middle of nowhere. Right. And that's a thousand more people worshiping God. Yeah, you it's know? a thousand souls. You got to say, yeah. and it will be a God thing for a thousand people to come out here to Marion Baptist Church. You, yep. ne- those that are listening, <laughs> yeah. don't know where we're at. Go to Google Earth. You're not to, alone. Yeah, <laughs> look, look for, us up. On yeah, Google and Earth. find it, and you'll see. For God to send a thousand people out here would be something. Uh, yeah, Lisa Miners went to Google Earth to look where we were moving. She's like, um, Mona, you don't have any neighbors. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I see you found the place. <laughs> yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Dan's got neighbors all around him. Oh, he lives in the big town. Yeah. <laughs> the big town I've got on one stoplight. Oh. So anyway, so, hey, this has been good. Been good. I think it's been good. It has been. So I think we're pretty much out of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just loving the Lord's Prayer here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to throw out some kudos. Lisa Miners is the one that sort of set us on this path back when you guys had your God's Day Spa. <laughs> is that yeah, right? That's right. <laughs> back months ago, uh-huh. she sort of put us on this little little path to do to doing this. So I'm enjoying it. Thank you, guys. Um, so, big thought. Well, just one thing that I was gonna. I don't think know that we we may have said it, but um, just when we ask. Give us a stay our daily bread. We are acknowledging that God is the source of everything that we need. Mm. And there is nothing that we need that comes from anywhere else mm. except mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that's a good point. Except him. Mine just kind of goes back to, you know, we, we hit on the prosperity gospel a little bit. Not not don't want to set you off again, but... <laughs> um, no, you know, there, there's people, some, there's times in our lives where we're like, well, I mean, I've got access, uh, excess. What do I... Well, that means that God has set you up to be a blessing to someone else, yeah, regardless yeah. of what that excess is. Yeah, sometimes God gives you more to give away more. Absolutely. And by the way, I love this quote from Johnny Hunt. It sort of goes along with what mm. you just said. He says, you know, to be generous, you don't have to be rich. You just have to be generous. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. I love that quote mm-hmm. by him. Yep. And um, so shout out to Johnny Hunt. <laughs> um, so my big takeaway is this. It's all about your trust. Mm-hmm. When, when you come down to only looking for your daily bread, yep. where's your faith? Where's your trust? And you will find out quickly because worry, yep. we didn't even deal with worry. Right. Worry flies in the face of God. I could yeah. We could really go off mm-hmm. on that. Worry flies in the face of God. And God, I, I don't think likes, I think worry is a sin. Absolutely. I agree. Because it, it's it's not trusting in God to see you through everything. Mm-hmm. It's not trusting God for whatever's going on in your life. And, and I want to say it again. Whether God answers the prayer as you prayed it, or if he doesn't answer it right. as you prayed it, he's still good. Right. Mm-hmm. And what is worrying going to do for all that? Nothing but make it worse. Right. So anyway, that's me. So Dan, pray for us, and then I'll have a few right. words. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just... We thank you again for this this example of a prayer to to set our priorities straight when we come to you and to remind us that you are the provider, that year after year you provide daily for us. And we so easily forget all of the days past where if not for you, we would not have survived or our soul would not have eternal life. Heavenly Father, help us to realize 
that we can come to you and ask, but that we ask while trying to align our, our wants and needs with yours, Heavenly Father, and let our, our prayers be, be pleasing to you and be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen, amen. I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice hey. with him, Miss Mona, and my main man, producer DJ Dan yep, yep. on the mic doing the riffs over there. <laughs> so thank you guys, and once again, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, y'all.